Pilo. What? I'm mad, bro. Mad. I'm you're like mad. mad. Yeah. I'm madder than you are. There's no way you're madder than I am. Man, I'm so mad. I mean, look, dude. I you, you think you're as mad as me? I'm mad about the offense. Well, I'm mad at the defense. You're mad at the defense? Well, I'm mad about I'm mad about our uniforms suck. They're orange. I'm mad at our stupid white helmet. Yeah. I'm mad at your stupid face. I'm mad at the bathrooms. I'm, I'm, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm pulling. I'm, I'm pulling my Eagle Club right now. Pulling it right now. As we you speak. pull your Eagle Club, and I'll pull my season tickets. Yeah, you're pulling your season tickets. You know what? We're probably gonna suck at baseball too. That's how bad yeah. we are. You know who I'm gonna call? Who are you gonna call? I'm gonna call Joe Paul. I already, I already emailed. I, I emailed the AD. I emailed him like six times. I know, I know his personal email address. You know who else I'm gonna call? Who? Larry Fedora. Larry Scott freaking Barry. Fedora. Scott Barry. Burn it down, bro. Tired of it. Just burn it straight to the ground. Basketball starting. No, no, no sense in even starting that. Yeah. Burn it to Let's the just go freaking D2 and all sport. Ground D2. Yeah. That's what we need to do. William Carey. What we need to do. Yeah. William Carey, number two. We need two of those. Yeah. I'm mad as hell. Our, let's change our code. Mad as hell. Let's get to the show. Welcome to To the Top Talk. Greetings and salutations, everyone, and welcome to another episode of To The Top Talk, the original and longest-running Southern Miss podcast in the market, recording this on September the 25th from beautiful Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Here, as always, with your break from the high-resource five propaganda to talk a little Southern Miss athletics. I am your host, Jason Bailey. Joining me now, the one and only Patrick Lowry. Yo, here we are in the studio. So we're not really that mad. No, we're not. But that's uh, if you've done the the right thing, probably, and stayed off of Twitter um, <laughs> since the since the last game, or the boards, or yeah. wherever you go, um, talking to people. I don't know if people still do the water cooler, and if that's still a thing, mm-hmm. you probably heard a lot of that. And and not that it, not that some of us not at least a little bit warranted, but we are yeah. still really early in the season, and uh, it's not great. You know, it's been. <laughs> It, we could be in a lot of better it could shape. Be a little right better, now. yeah. Um, but you know, look, we might be the only Southern Miss podcast that's not going to go down that road a whole lot. Not that we're happy with the results so far, but I don't think anybody is, right? I don't think that. No, I don't think Coach Hall is just like, eh, whatever. You know, only Dan's like, hey, wasn't my fault. You know, these guys take it hard, and the guys are trying, and and um, oh, yeah. you know. It's it's some of it's football. Some of it that is that Arkansas State, I think, played like the best game in the, their last decade on that day. Um, some of it might be a little bit of effort on our parts at times, but, you know, I don't know how banged up these guys are. I don't know. But we'll get into all of that and more. Uh, I'd like mm-hmm. to remind everybody that today's episode is brought to you by, of course, 4th Street Bar and Grill, Hattiesburg's premier neighborhood sports bar. Not only do they have the famous home-style plate lunches Monday through Friday, but they also have weekly drink specials. Make 4th Street Bar and Grill your go-to spot for all Southern Miss games, home and away. 4th Street Bar and Grill, we install and service hangovers. Yeah, we do. They um, kind of uh, gave me... A little bit of a hangover this weekend, not exactly from the bar, but yeah. so, so this week was, was the fourth street 
Um, yeah, how did that go? Uh, golf tournament. Yeah, so so Slade calls late, and I hate you couldn't do it, but yeah, me and T Ray went out there. And he said, "Look, can you just come? I know you're not going to play in the tournament. I played in it for years and years and years, but I'm just so busy now. It's just it's just tough because it's an all day thing, man. And it's great. They raise a ton of money for for different charities year in and year out. But right. he called and said, "Look, you don't have to play. Can you just come out?" Because he made a little to the top talk um, hole sponsor sign, yeah, for us, you know, and put it on a hole. Um, that that was very nice of him. So I went out and rode around. T Row and I rode around, and what we did was we 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 had some beer on the cart, and we just found players, like groups of players, in the middle of the fairway or by the green or whatever, and they gave us five dollars if they wanted to. And we were able to throw or use one of their golf clubs, putt it, hit it from the fairway, tee it off, whatever. And and that didn't count for their shot. Oh man. So let's say let's say that that they've uh, that they're on the tee box and we show up and they're like, hey, come hit this ball. Yeah. So we hit it, and no matter where it goes, they play it from there, but they're lying zero. Yeah, I love that. And that five dollars just goes into the pot, right? For for how much they've 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 raised for the charity. Um the, the charity this year was is pretty good. Uh, it was it was Addison's Light, and Slade gave me a little write up on it. Um, it, it was it was in memory of Melissa Morgan's daughter Addison. Uh, she, they they were she was nineteen months old, uh, yeah. and uh, they were returning home from a concert when they were hit from from behind while sitting in a red light. Anyway. And there's more to it that goes into that. I'm sure you you can look it up for yourself. But the point is, it's a really unique and cool um, charity, mm-hmm. and they do they do it every year. Man, I've seen them do it for like uh, the animal shelter, and um, I think one year they did it for Southern Miss softball, right? Uh, yeah, they need some charity, and uh, they pick a different one every year. Man, this is the one they chose, and it was um, it, it was fun. Uh, it was packed out, you know, sold out tournament. So. I got to go out and have a little fun for a few hours and that was neat too. And it's just, man, just very cool. It's a, it's a very good thing that Slade and, and, um, and the crew over there, uh, put together, uh, booty's a big part of this, getting all the golfers, uh, ready to go. So yeah. anyway, that's what I did. It was neat. Uh, along with, with that, uh, what happened since the last time we recorded, um, well, the football team kind of found an offense, mm-hmm. uh, looks like they might have lost a little bit of a defense. Although at times, I mean, golly, they look really good at times. Yeah. Um, but gave up a lot of points. Anyway, um, but we did lose that SBC opener uh, against Arkansas State. Uh, men's golf played in the Bearcat Invitational in Cincinnati. I think they had started that last time, or maybe they were about to start it. Yep. They just played, I think, just finished the second round. Okay. Uh, volleyball was back in action. Uh, women's soccer, they're on a roll. Yeah, they are. And and we, I'm not gonna give it give it away, but we secured an awesome guest for next week. Yep. He's he said he could come on tonight, but the deal is and maybe you can figure out who it is. Uh he's currently in Turkey. So I was like, well, what does that mean? I said we recorded like eight o'clock on Mondays. He said that's four a.m. I was like, oh. And then he was like, I'm good, man. I can I can wake up for it. Yeah, and that's awesome. Yeah, and then he was like, "Well, maybe we should wait till next week." I was like, "Well, what's going on next week?" He said, "Well, I'll be back in Denmark, and I'll have a better Wi-Fi connection." I was like, "Okay, yeah. <laughs> let's let's do that one." Yeah, um, I couldn't locate Turkey or Denmark on the map. 
if they said like here's a million dollars point to it i would just oh, be, it would, come it would on. be no it would, I, I couldn't i couldn't i love some geography off. man yeah um i'm lucky i make it to work every day <laughs> but uh before we get all into that um for those that don't know um tell us about our t-shirt website yeah so it it uh if you've you know were a listener before and hadn't listened in a little while, so we we have moved away uh, from our former uh, vendor, I guess, and we're now with Bonfire. Um, and so, uh, just it's a great website. So bonfire.com slash store slash to the top talk. Extremely user friendly, great on mobile, um, and there's just tons of options on there. Um, I think we have nine football shirts we're about to get rolling um at the very end of middle end of last year we did a lot of basketball shirts so i think there's about eight or nine basketball shirts on there so as that comes back up we'll, we're going to run a sale on basketball shirts when when that gets a little closer uh, to kind of kick off um that and um we're already kind of gearing up for baseball season as well so lots of stuff on there so go check it out it's more than just a, just a t-shirt um you can get hoodies you know lots of different things as the weather starts to change long sleeve shirts um so go check that out uh yeah i think that does it for that very good and uh, another thing that that you're that you're involved in right now is i'm sure everybody's been keeping up uh wants to know about the Pilo workout journey. I think yeah. you're a month or two in at this point. And uh, you're staying every time I call you, you're like, it's like, I think you always call me. You feel pretty good about yourself. You're like, ah, I'm gonna call bump. I'm like, what's up, man? He goes, ah, just leaving the gym. You know, <laughs> I think, you, I, th- I think you're, I'm going to call my friend and just say, I'm just leaving the gym guy. But yeah. So, so how's that going? Let everybody know, you know, uh, how you're progressing. You're lost some weight. I'm assuming. Yeah, no, it's, it's going really good. Uh, this was the start of week five. So first four weeks was kind of getting all the rust off. Um, believe me, there was a lot of rust to, <laughs> to knock off uh, and kind of getting familiar with everything. So this week we kind of introduced some new things uh, with uh, supersets, if you're familiar with working out, uh, which is just death. Uh, but it was great. Today was like the hardest, most calories I've burnt, longest I've been in there. Um uh, so it was really good. Yeah. Feeling great. I think I'm down 14, 15 pounds. So, uh, in five weeks, so, uh, rolling, feeling really good. Uh, it's kind of a weird transition. I talked about food for a long time on here and now I'm talking about working out. So, well, you can still incorporate that. You just gotta go, yeah, oh, yeah. you know, you gotta go salad yep. and sushi, yep. which you did last week. Right? Oh yeah. Sushi, sushi is good. Sushi is, uh, that's a, if you're, it's a non weight gaining thing, right? Yeah, I mean, you got to be careful with the amount of rice in there, I think. Um, really? You know, rice I, is bad? The way, well, a lot of it, and especially white rice, yeah. Um, but some of those rolls today, I mean, they load so much stuff up on there. You could probably eat, you know, 1,500 calories pretty easy. So, hmm. I don't know. It's all it's all in moderation. I, I don't, I'm not a big stickler on, I have to just eat this, but I really kind of, cut down and and watch what I really eat in lunch. And so kind of more doing some intermittent fasting. I'm not really eating till like noon or one. Um, and then just kind of eating in that window of between like one and seven o'clock. And then I'm kind of fasting the rest of the time. So uh, that with working out is, is really kind of springboarded everything. So yeah. I eat in the window too. It's usually like the Popeye's window, but I'm there. <laughs> uh, let's update the poll results from last week. Let's do it. Uh, the the question was, or, or the the 
I guess it was a question. Um, offensively this weekend, referring to Arkansas State, of course, who's your pick to click? And the options we gave were Caston, Frank Gore Jr., Mims, and Frog. Uh, Frank Gore Jr. won that poll uh, with 52% of the vote. Mims had 24% of the vote, Caston 16%, and Frog 8%. And it was pretty good uh guess on, on on the majority's part there because frank went for 20 rushes 136 yards and a score and and the other guys had some some nice stats yeah uh too um didn't want to mention that that we we gave a an option to uh, to put uh other uh, if, he, if he had you know some other picks to click outside mm-hmm. of those four you could put that in the comments uh jp uh at the squid 10 said hopefully the offensive line and to the top season said Drake Clark, not to be confused with Drake Clark, but they both yeah. had good games as well. But a lot of people had good games, and 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 we kind of touched on that twice so far. But this Arkansas State game, because we lost the game forty-four to thirty-seven. But uh, and before we get to those stats, you, you can run through all those. But you know, we finally got that offense going, right? Yeah. Um, uh, the, the defense didn't have their best day. All they had some. Although they, I thought they really had some some tremendous moments, um, um, Arkansas State benefited from having some short fields. Yeah, uh, I, th- I thought our offense really found a rhythm, especially early. Um, the the defense did give up some big plays. It also had some had some really big plays, and we just didn't get a win, man. Didn't get it done. More work to do. Uh, I know you've got all of the stats ready to rock from the game, so. Run us through those stats real quick, and we'll we'll talk about that. Yeah, so looking at team stats, uh, yeah, this is a lot closer kind of looking at it overall. Um, so first downs, uh, USM with 20, Arkansas State had 18. Uh, rushing, we had 234 to 192. Passing, uh, 215 for the Eagles, 233 for Arkansas State. So that adds up to a total offense of 449 for the Eagles, 425 for Arkansas State. Uh, we had four punt. Both teams had four punts. We averaged 30 yards. They averaged 42 yards. Uh, time of possession, it was really lopsided in the first half. It kind of evened back out. So uh, 30 minutes, 28 seconds, and 29 minutes, 32 seconds for Arkansas State. Uh, again, another close one, third down. We were 7 to 15. They were 7 to 14. Uh, we were two for two on fourth down. They didn't have any fourth down uh, attempts. Uh, field goals, we were three for three. They were three for three. Uh, we had four sacks. They had one. Uh, we had an interception, and they had two. Yeah, and, and the individual. Yeah, and the individual stats. Um, Billy Wiles, twenty of thirty-six for two fifteen, two TDs, and two picks. Thought one of those picks was bad. One of them was, you know, just a great defensive play. Uh, Frank, 20 rushes, 136 yards, one score, long of 29, average 6.6 yards per carry. This is the first time we've seen Frank be Frank this year. Dreek Clark didn't get a ton of carries, but when he got in there, he looked awesome. Four carries for 77 yards uh, score, and that, uh, that that long of 59 uh, was was really cool. He just, when he gets outside, yeah. he just has this extra gear, man, and um, and Frank's got it too. So, I don't know. It's like. Damn it, we got so many good players. How are we losing? Um, Caston, four catches, 65 yards, and a score out of long of 24. You remember last week we were going through a lot of these, and I think we had one play, like, over 30 yards. Yeah. And this week, you know, you're looking at Frank with the long of 29, Drake with the long of 59, 
cast him with a long of 24. Frog had five catches, 63 yards, a score, and a long of 28. So we're spreading it out there. That's four different guys with a touchdown, right? Um, yeah. Mims, four catches, 52 yards, and a long of 35. So lots of big plays. Um, defensively, D- Dylan Lawrence, you're going to get really used to his name. Yes. He had 11 tackles to, to lead the team. Five of those are solo. Uh, Jalen Sims, Jaleel Clemens, and Josh Carr all had a sack. MJ Daniels with an interception. That was a very big interception at the time. Mm-hmm. And lots of scoring in this one. You know, if nothing else, it was entertaining. I, 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 I had hoped that we were going to dominate the football game, and I thought that we could. And then when I kind of looked like we weren't going to dominate it, I was like, well, we're still going to win, right? Yeah. Um, and it didn't end up happening, but – so Southern Miss scores seven in the first, 10 in the second, 10 in the third, 10 in the fourth. Arkansas State goes 14-6, 14-10. So it's just score, 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 score all game yep. long. Um, Southern Miss was down 17 points at one point and uh, made the comeback to tie it up, which showed some grit. Uh, the, a lot of the the talk about effort and, and want to and all of that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. If you're down 17 and you come all the way back to tie it up, I, that you don't do that by quitting. Right. right? So um, and, and, uh, Frank Gore Jr. hit a milestone of this game. He went over 3,000 yards for his career, and he registered his ninth 100-yard game that ties Sammy Winder and Shelton Gandy for sixth all-time. Wow. Um, Arkansas State had a couple short fields that that they cashed in on, and that hurt us pretty bad. Uh, the, the pick where Billy – um, got hit and and yeah, you know the ball just, just kind of ducked out there. Uh, I, I want to say they started at the eight yard line, eight or ten yard line, somewhere right around there. Uh, that was bad. So you know some of those scores that the defense gave up. Well, I mean it was a really short field. Then don't forget about the blocked punt. And even when we did punt it, it wasn't great. Like you said, well in the stats we averaged thirty point two yards per punt. Yeah, that's not gonna get it um, done. That's not great. But the biggest thing for me that hurt us mm-hmm. this freaking question uh freshman quarterback rainer for arkansas state dude yeah, just went michael from? vick out there or you know i mean he he malik willis type of thing where he, he could haul ass he was throwing dimes we couldn't see it because the cameraman was hammered i think you know but then we <laughs> saw it on on the replay yeah like, what happened where do you know went completely out of screen and as long as this guy was close up, he couldn't have been any further away. That's the easiest part. Like you'd barely have to shift the camera. Right. Still couldn't keep up. Um, but we saw it on the replay and it was just a dime. They weren't open. We were, they were covered. And I don't know. I think Arkansas State just played the probably the best game they're going to play the entire year. Uh, they beat us and people are going to hear this and I'm going to get lit up with them. You're making excuses. No, I'm not. They played awesome. I mean, they played, you know, I think as, as much blame as we want to give, you know, our team, our coaching staff, our players, a little bit of credit's got to go to Arkansas State. Their back was against the wall as, as well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, I remember the Fedora years, you know, like it was, he was so big on like uh, all three phases of the game, you know, and it's like they excelled at all three phases of the game. I mean, they, they were great. Uh, special teams. I mean, they didn't miss a field goal. They had a, you know, b- a blocked punt. They got to a short field. Uh, played well offensively and forced turnovers. I mean, 
you're going to win a lot of football games if you're clicking in all three phases. And we're, uh, you know, like you said, like we, yeah, we got it going a little bit offensively, but the defense kind of fell back. And so, uh, you know, we just kind of put it together. Right. I mean, offense can't be blamed for this at all. It's, I mean, 450 yards of total offense. And then, you know, I mean, before the game, if I'd have told you, look, we're going to score 37 and have 450 yards offense, you're like, well, how's Frank <laughs> going to do? Oh, he's going to run all over the place and score a touchdown. Uh, really, what about Drake? Yeah, he's going to run all over the place too. Kasten? Yeah, he's going to have a bunch of catches. I'm like, well, yeah. Okay, I'll take it. Right. right. <laughs> it, just, it just didn't win. Just didn't win. Um, this is, uh, and this, I don't know how we're going to come up with these, but, uh, the top three moments uh, are, are <laughs> this is the segment for the time for that segment right now. So yeah, if you want to lead us off um, your top three moments from the day. Yeah. Uh, and I, th- I feel like this is a trend for me every week. Uh, and I've been on, I've been on th- this train since game one, but Drake, man, I mean, I know Frank played well and, and I do like Frank, but it's just another option. Uh, it seems like when he comes in and, and gets a little bit of air past, the linebackers it's just see ya uh it's just that another gear and man he just gets me going um love to see that guy run the ball um two i thought i thought especially running the ball we ran really well up the middle um and i know that's something people scream at from they get tired of you know um us attempting to run the ball up the middle, but man, yep. we really seem to get to get it going. This, yeah, I mean, like, it, nobody likes it when it doesn't work, right? And when it right. does work, they're like, you never get credit for that. Yeah, it's exactly. Just like, well, the their offensive line sucked, or their defensive line sucked, or something. Okay, yeah, but you can't you can't hate it when it doesn't work, and hate it when it does work. Exactly. Yeah. So obviously, Drake won uh, running game in that opening drive for me was just great. Um, it's number two, and uh, for three, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the F1 race after the game was my was my favorite uh, moment. Uh, it was a late uh, midnight start racing in Japan, uh, and so hmm. I stayed up and at least watched the first 15 laps and fell asleep. So I ended up finishing on Sunday, but um, yeah, that's me. So I'm gonna go. My first moment was the pregame. It was good. We set up the projector outside, and yeah. after like the first quarter, it got dark enough where we could actually see on it. Katie, my wife, made some sliders. Sarah Catherine came over. She made this eagle cheese ball. I, yeah. I posted it, I think, from my Twitter account. Maybe from the Twitter talk. Anyway, um, it looked like an eagle. It had a, yeah. some sort of pepper sticking out for the nose. I think the, it was like rally, rally cheese ball. In the rally thing. cheese ball. Yeah, I think I called it a cheese dip, and then I was like, eh, it's not really a dip. I didn't even yeah. want to eat it, um, you know, so I just like start shaving off his neck. Then after a while, I was like, all right, the head's <laughs> going down. <laughs> so that, that was, that was my one. And my number two, it was the same as your number two opening drive. Yeah. Probably the best looking drive of the year. Uh, and uh, just, just systematic going down and hitting open wide open receivers, you know, for all that play calling that seems to, you know, everybody says sucks all the time. Well, somebody's wide ass open that probably had a scheme behind it. Um, and then my number three was the pick in the end zone to save the game really at that point uh, and give us a chance late uh, yeah. by MJ Daniels. Uh, he read it, jumped it, and, and made that interception in the end zone. So those are my top three moments. And we had, well, we had so many good ones and we had some bad ones. Um, 
I don't know. I, I guess what are your final thoughts on that game? And we're going to get to Texas State coming up in a bit, but you know, how you feeling right now? <laughs> Ooh, that's a loaded question. Um, yeah. I mean, not great. We're, you know, yeah, I mean, obviously, I, I, not to be a dead horse, but I mean, I know I don't think there's anybody that's obviously happy with where we are, and we shouldn't be. Um, but, um, I mean, coming into that game, I think we were all saying like, "This is this is a must win," and and you know, you put all this effort into um, getting yourself hyped up. Like, obviously, we've had kind of two extremes. Um, you know. All right, you know, we've kind of dominated. I think I talked about this last week, dominated and then kind of got dominated and then just played a really good two lane team. And so it's like felt like this was more a game that, you know, we were supposed to win and then it didn't happen. So obviously, you know, we're we're disappointed. And so um I don't know. It's just one of those things where I, I feel like um I'm not gonna sit here and feel sorry for myself. You kind of you put it behind us and let's look ahead for this next week. I mean, it's still early in the season. I mean, we've seen seasons where you don't start out good and then you win your last six games. You know, um, if we we, you know, win however many we have left, uh seven of our last eight or six of our last seven or however many that is. Yeah, nine still on the table. Um, I mean, I, I realize I've done that sounds right now, but nine yeah. still on the table. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, nobody will be uh, kicking themselves over um, the momentum. I mean, this team just, it needs a spark. It needs, um, and that can happen. Um, but somebody's going to have to step up in that role, in that leadership role on the team and kind of be, like you said, you know, that, that um, you know, somebody make a big play, somebody kind of get up, celebrate, get everybody else going, that energy. Um, uh, we really need that right now. We need that from somebody. Um, and if that happens, and, and and we saw it in this game, and we like you said, we got down early, and then we come back and tie it up, and you're like, all right. You know, like this team has still got some fight. So um, I don't think we're going to just lay down for the last eight games of the year. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's critical to – right the ship and um you know i know the coaching staff has probably had a hell of a week already but um and a long weekend but uh you know i know they're doing everything in their power to prepare the guys and, and get it going so you just gotta have faith in that and and just show up just support i mean i know it stinks i know you're angry but i'm gonna be there i mean i sat through a lot of years and a lot of uh much tougher seasons than this. So uh, I'm not going anywhere. I'm kind of reminded of, you know, that scene like uh, cartoons have done it and you maybe have seen it in a slapstick movie or something where like the dam starts to leak and like the guy puts his finger in one of the holes. <laughs> yeah. And, like one pops up over there. So it's kind of like us, like we couldn't get anything going offensively and we kind of did that. Right. And we're like, well, then you couldn't run the ball. So like, you know, we plugged that hole. And then, like, you know, the defense was great. Then the, the defense hole kind of opened, right? So you didn't right. plug that yeah. one. Yeah. And then, like, uh, you know, it's just we just keep fixing problems left and right. It's just like another problem pops up. So, yeah. Yep. And that's, 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 that's football, I guess. But there's, a, there's, there's no doubt that we're not where we want to be. But there is a lot of season left. I mean, that's mm – -hmm. 
I'm not being an optimist. It's just there's a lot of game where I'm just you know like not play them, right? So yeah, something's gonna go our way at some point. And everybody's mad. Absolutely, be mad. Um, but like Pilas, I, I think it's important to 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 still pay attention and support and yep. And you know, I I I don't know if you want to get on a vent on Twitter, that's fine. That's that's your right. Uh, as long as I tell you what, I'll make a deal with everybody out there. Vent all you want. If it gets turned around. And give the guy some credit. Yeah. You know, that never seems to happen. So yeah. anyway, they will all be happy if that does happen. But the next step to turning it around is this weekend versus Texas State at the Rock, September, uh, Saturday, September 30th. Mm-hmm. Game time's at 6 p.m. Uh, it is 601 night, which is faculty and staff appreciation night. And they have like these $6 upper deck tickets. I don't know if you saw that or not. I, I, yeah. I guess it's still going. I don't think there's a timeline on that. $6 upper deck tickets. Um, I should probably know more about that promotion, but I just saw it and uh, it's out there. So if you really want to go, or even if you're like, you know what, I might go for a little bit, but I ain't paying 50 bucks. When you got to pay six bucks, get you in the game. Tail of the tape, Pilo, what are we looking at? Yeah, breaking it down. Uh, Looking at the uh, total yards for Arkansas State, sitting at 485, um, USM sitting at 340. Uh, Passing 273 to 210 for the Eagles. Uh, Rushing per game, 212 yards versus 129. Uh, Yards allowed, uh, 412 for for Arkansas State. That's not right, Texas State. Um, That's my bad. That's all right. Uh, Texas State and uh, 379 for the Eagles. Uh, passing yards allowed 276 to 178. And rushes allowed 136 for Texas State and 202 for the Eagles. Um, currently, Texas State is sitting at 3-1 and one on the season. They opened up against Baylor. Uh, they won that game 42-31. Uh, they lose a close one to UTSA 20-13. Uh, they beat Jackson State 77-34, and they win last week against Nevada, um, who used to be pretty good in football, but they're, I think they're 0-4 this season. Uh, they won 35-24. So. They score a lot of points, and they give up a lot of points. Yep. Basically is what's going on there. Um, so we're probably going to have our hands full. I know you and I both like Texas State a lot. Yep. It would be really nice to be going into this game one and zero in conference instead of zero and one in conference. But here we are. Is this the first time they played? Uh, we, the the first time Texas State's been at the Rock. At the Rock, maybe. Um, gosh, I don't know. I mean, I remember the first time we played them with Mullins. Um, and uh, you remember the I, game I, last year? Yeah, that was there. Yeah, it was there. I feel like we've the, always been the there. Game. I don't remember them in the rock. Maybe uh, not. Well, hopefully we, you know, have a really good memory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in a I few days. Um, yeah, they've scored 23 touchdowns already this season. That's a lot. Uh, they've only attempted two field goals, but they made them both. Time of possession, they're only averaging 25 minutes and 40 seconds per game. That's mostly because they score so quickly. Yep. 
They're eight of 12 on fourth down conversions. So they just go for it all the time. 14 of 18 times they've been in the red zone. They scored touchdowns. Um, individually, they're, they're, uh, as far as rushing goes, Ismail Madi averaging 99.75 yards per game. He scored four touchdowns. Passing TJ Finley averaging 264 yards per game, eight touchdowns. And get this, a 71.43 completion percentage. That's like Drew Brees. Receiving. Yeah, they must have some uh... – some athletes out wide and uh, he hits them and they make a play. Yeah. That's what I'm that's, anticipating. That's the best way to do it. Uh, receiving. These are the guys, Wilson, yeah. uh, Hobart and Hawkins. They've accounted for five TDs and all of them have at least 17 catches this year. Yep, so there you go. They have been, here we go. Defensively. They have 15 sacks on the season. Holy Three guys God. with two. So like, yeah, good on that side of the ball as well. Even they, they do give up a lot of points. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe they just rush everybody all the time. I don't know if that's good or bad for us right now. Um, and they have three interceptions as a team. They're a handful. They're feeling it. They, they had to come back versus Nevada, but they've already beat Baylor. Baylor's no good this year. But that is, it was a cool win at the time, and I wish we had it. But it turns out Baylor's no good. Um, they, uh, you know, Jackson State game, they, Jackson State doesn't have anything, but still they scored 77 freaking points. It's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um, Lost to UTSA. It looks like it sounds like one of our games versus UTSA, twenty to thirteen. Yes, kind of thing they play, and then and then they did give up twenty four to Nevada, which isn't very good. But they had to come back in that game and ended up winning it by more than a touchdown. So, yeah, they're feeling. Didn't it. I read that they had like fifty transfers on this team, like portal people? I'm pretty sure. Um, wow, it's like I Colorado. Know it's a, I knew it's like a first year head coach, but I think he had GJ Kenny. Uh, Remember him, quarterback for uh, Tulsa back in the day? Is that right? Maybe. Good player. Remember him from the CUSA days, the pre-hyphen. Or is there, was do we have the hyphen? Hyphen's gone. Uh, yeah, it was, it was hyphened, yeah. Mm-hmm. He played at Texas and Tulsa. Yeah, Tulsa, you're right. Okay, yeah. okay weekly Sun Belt Conference pick em. Here we go. How, how did I do last week? Cause so yeah, I, like going into last week, uh, if if you remember, uh, we had five games different. Um, so this was the week that we were really going to see a little bit of separation. Okay. Um, and we kind of we kind of ended up the same. So um, I, I was seven of eleven, and you were six of eleven. Uh, so I have opened up a two game lead, thirty eight out of fifty, and you're thirty six of fifty on the season so far. Um. Proud to say I had that Central Michigan game picked correctly over South. Uh, of course I did. Um, <laughs> we were both wrong on that Georgia State game. Man, the Coastal, they whooped Coastal um, that game on Thursday Yeah, Granger's night. awesome. Yeah. Remember Glenn talked about him at the beginning of the year. Yeah. yeah. I saw him play, and I was like, yep, man. Man, they were, big up, they were big up front. Uh, mm-hmm. They were they were impressive. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we were back and forth. Um so looking ahead for week five is the start of some bye weeks. So there's only um, eight games to pick this week. So I've uh, got some teams uh, with bye weeks starting. So let's jump into it. Uh, first game, we have South Alabama, my favorite, traveling to James Madison. Oh, yeah. I sure <laughs> like either one of those guys. Yeah, 
I think that I think South is better. Uh, the line right now has uh, James Madison a three point favorite. I'll take South just because they're at home. Love it. Uh, and everyone knows my pick. <laughs> I am picking James Madison gladly. Uh, let's see. Next up, we have App State uh, at ULM. And hmm. that is uh, App is a 13 and a half point uh, favorite at the moment. I'll take App. I, I well, the, the one the the new quarterback that ULM had, I think he got hurt that very first game, right? Mm. So, uh, the quarterbacks what kept him in it last year. He left. They got another good one that they loved, and he's out. I, I, I'm forty percent sure about that. <laughs> yeah, forty percent's good. Uh, I'm going to App State as well. Um, this is a good one. Uh, Old Dominion at Marshall. Hmm. So I just like Marshall better. That's yeah. why I'm picking Marshall. Yep. Uh, I'm going Marshall as well. Um, and I think Marshall is like 13 and a half there as well at home. Uh, this is an interesting matchup. Louisiana is traveling up to Minnesota. I like Louisiana. I, I, I you know, this kind of reminds me of, the um Texas State Baylor game. Yeah. Where uh I mean Minnesota is usually good. I don't think they're very good this year. So I will uh g- give me the Cajuns. And I will pick the Golden Gophers. Um the fighting Hayden Foxes. Wasn't that him? Was that your coach back in the day? Minnesota no. State. Minnesota State. Gotcha. I remember that show. I remember the Aiden guy. Fox. Right. I don't know. That was before my time. Uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> Arkansas State is traveling up to UMass. So Massachusetts. God, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just going to say Arkansas State's found a quarterback. Yep. And he might, knowing that Southern Miss's luck and my luck in general, he won't do his best Malik Willis this week. He'll look like a freshman and they're like four picks, but I'm going to take, uh, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to take, I'm going to take UMass just because right. I don't, I don't, that would just be amazing. I want to say like, like pro football focus that he's like in the top 20 of like quarterback rating so far. I mean, I just, I don't know if you can do that again. He probably will, but I'm taking UMass. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Arkansas state. I mm-hmm. believe, uh, and what I saw last week. If they play half that good, they should beat them. Um, another good one. Uh, so last week, Coastal had uh, Georgia State. This week, Coastal travels to Georgia Southern uh, in Statesboro. So Coastal. I still – they. I know they got a new coaching staff, but they still have Grayson McCall. And uh, even though the plays have changed a little bit, I, and I, don't, I don't know if they're going to lose two weeks in a row, so I'm taking Coastal. Man, we're going to be different. I'm taking Georgia State. Georgia, I'm sorry, Georgia Southern. Uh, I'm going with uh, Georgia Southern. Um, and that leads us to Troy traveling to Georgia State this year. So um, Defense that, that's a pretty good matchup. Versus offense. Yep. They're going to – is that Troy? It is at Georgia State. And Georgia State, oh. I'll give you the line, is one 
1.5, minus 1.5. So uh, Georgia State is 4-0, Troy 2-2. Troy. State's at home. Georgia State ain't going 5-0. Troy. I'm going Georgia State. Uh, I'm going for both Georgia schools. (laughs) Uh, Man, we are different, almost everyone. Uh, And final game, uh, Texas State at Southern Miss. I want to take Texas State really bad just for the juju. Um, just so maybe I can just create some, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I might be the only MFer around that still <laughs> believes in Coach Hall and and feel. the the offense. And and I just I just think we have better players. I mean, uh, I, is this week the week we're going to put it together? I don't know. I don't think we're not going to win another game this year. So hopefully, this is the week that it starts off. I. I I would I would imagine that Texas State is favored. Do you have that? Uh, let's see. That line is sitting at seven. Yeah, they're seven point favorites. It's right a now. lot coming into the rock. Um, yeah, I, I'm just you know it's it's just a hopeful bet. I think the smart play is on Texas State. Uh, they just they score so much. Uh, we just gave up a lot of points to an inferior team. But I just, you know, I, I like I said, I just, I, I, I'm, I, I still think that we're, I still think we're a good team. So I'm taking center miss. Love it. And uh, we'll pick the Eagles as well. I'm not picking against us. Um, I will pick against us. Uh, I, I have, did. I, I, I have. did, I did for Florida State. I will admit that. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I, I, uh, I don't know. Um, it's going to be tough. I mean, as 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 we've seen, it's that nobody's going out there and giving it to you. You got to earn it. Um, but maybe, uh, like you said, maybe this is the week. Maybe, maybe that's one of those games where uh, last week kind of opened our eyes. I think. I think maybe the coaching staff and a lot of the players thought we were just going to go into Arkansas State and win. Um, we kind of got slapped in the mouth. So. Um, Hopefully we respond to that. We'll see. Yeah, still at some bright spots. So for those that are going to the game this weekend, yep, uh, which is here in Hattiesburg, uh, what does the Pilo weather report say? Yeah, so um, still have a little bit of that lingering heat. Uh, although today was nice, I actually had rain. I think we had the weather. My weather radar went off. I was working today, and it goes off. I was like, what in the world uh, was that? And we were under flash flood warning, which was like, what? Uh, I didn't know it was raining that hard, but it did. I actually thought I was going to let water out of the pool and for a moment there. It was literally pouring. Um, it's rich guy but, problems right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's not mine. Um, I just get to swim in it. Um, so saying all that, uh, I think the rain will move out of here by Thursday. Uh, it's supposed to be nice this weekend. High 92, low 66. Again, like I said last week, I think or the week before, uh, really watch those lows this time of the year. Um, so 6 o'clock kick, low 66. It's going to be feeling excellent. Um, I would go around like 75, maybe 80 degrees at kickoff and going down. So mm-hmm, sure. it's going to be a beautiful, clear night. I don't see any rain on the forecast. Um, it should be a beautiful Nice fall evening at the Rock. Hopefully, uh, very good. 
yeah. the the tweet of the week comes to you. The, the, you we could just give it to this guy every week, probably. But we could. The tweet of the week comes from none other than uh, at Cloverleaf Mall. And what it is, it's a clip of the USM versus Louisiana basketball game last year. And the quote that he has uh, under that clip is, I'm old enough to remember people calling for a future legends job after losing a home series to Oakland or another coach's job after winning just one conference game. Stay the course, family. Never be embarrassed. Our best days are ahead of us. I've seen it happen before. Hashtag SMTTT. So the Oakland thing, that's Scott Berry, right? Yep. Yep. Um, and I, I, not that I was one of those people calling for somebody's job, but it was happening. How dumb oh, does yeah. that sound right now? Yeah. Looking back on that. Yep. And that, that wasn't actually, I, I, that actually happened. We actually lost those games and people actually wanted 40 out of here. Um, so that's that's just his point. So uh, uh, he probably still believes kind of like we do. Man, we're not great right now, but I mean, look, we're still got good players. I still feel like we have good players. I still feel like Coach Hall is a good coach. I think yeah. Dan is, and I think I'll, I think Jordy is. I mean, that's you know, I know we've met all these guys, but there's I just I don't think I'm that wrong. I'm, I've been wrong an awful lot in my lifetime. I just don't. I don't think I'm just win one damn game wrong, right? So we'll see what happens. Um, other sports news, we had other things happening other than football Yeah, um, this past week. So you want to get us caught up on those for you? Yeah, I'll run through that. Um, like we said in the open, um, women's soccer is on a roll. They are sitting at 5-4-1, and 2-0-1 yeah. in the conference. They have won two in a row now. They beat Troy 2-1 on a last-minute goal by Lexi Griffin in the 89th minute. Um, truly last-minute goal. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they took care of Arkansas State 2-1 to one, um, this week, too. So... Uh, Mo has the girls rolling right now. Um, so that's exciting to see. Um, next up, they traveled uh, to Old Dominion on the 30th. Uh, so that would be this weekend. Um, and Norfolk. And then they have Georgia State in Hattiesburg on October 5th at 4 p.m. Um, Moving on to volleyball, uh, they are currently sitting at five and eight, uh, oh, and two in conference. They have lost the last three in a row. Uh, last two losses were to South Al, oh, zero three on the 21st and one three on the 22nd. Um, looking ahead for volleyball, they are traveling to Troy on uh, the 29th and the 30th. Um, so matches coming up against the Trojans. Um, also men's golf, uh, played at the Bearcat Invitational in Cincinnati, Ohio, uh, and finished 10th overall, uh, with a five over 289 in the final round. Uh, Chattanooga ended up winning the event. Robbie Ladder finished in 16th place overall. Thong Pimpat, uh, 18th place. Uh, our boy Soup shot a one over 72 in the final round to help towards that push toward the finish as a uh, team in 10th place and looking ahead, man, they're doing some traveling all over the place. But, yeah. um, 
heading up to Corvallis, Oregon for the Oregon State Invitational on October 9th and 10th. So a little bit of time at home, um, but then hit the road again um, in the next couple of weeks um, for that. So, yeah, that kind of wraps it up. Yeah. So and I don't know if you saw this or not. The, uh, and, and this is another news as well, but the Sunbelt Conference issued public reprimands of James Madison and Marshall due to violations of NCAA rules during their games on Saturday. The violations resulted from the in-game use of communication communication equipment in the team area for James Madison and a drone flying over the field when squad members were present during team introductions for Marshall. So I don't know about that first thing. And you reminded me of the of what the second thing was that drone deal. The drone yeah. thing for Marshall is awesome. <laughs> it was absolutely. If you've not seen it, just like go to Twitter and put like, put like drone Marshall. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I'm into this kind of nerdy stuff. Uh, we have a drone for work that we use. Uh, yes, we do. Uh, and uh, I get to fly it for time. Time's amazing. Uh, but this is a little bit different. This is one of those FPV drones. So it's like the the guy that flies it is wearing like goggles, like a video game. So he can hmm. see what the camera sees. And so he, that's how they're able to fly that in the really tight spaces and kind of, because uh, if you're flying a drone normally with like a controller, um, you kind of have to have like line of sight. And so you don't, you don't crash anything. But with these, you kind of see what the camera sees. Uh, and then he yeah, kind of starts out over there um, like, kind of where our like north end zone is like over the uh like athletic buildings yeah Yeah. the duff and kind of comes over and the team is running out and the the drone goes out over the top of that it was just incredible uh what amazing dallas baptist did one of those for baseball a few years ago where the drone like went through the 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 outfield and then like through the dugout then like the training facility and you know some guy like like almost like hit it with a bat you know and yep that was really neat we probably should do something like that i'm sure we will in about a decade when everybody else has done it but yeah anyway. the the masters did one too with their clubhouse i don't know if you remember that oh, coming wow. up. they flew it down magnolia lane and opened the guy opened the no. door they flew it up went up the staircase all the way through the locker rooms back out the door in the little circle right there it's incredible it's one of the coolest things i've ever seen whoa that is neat yeah, we'll have to check it out later uh and uh <laughs> in other new well in football news i guess again uh, andrew stein is in the national rankings. He is first in total field goals made, first in field goals per game. He is 16th in scoring and 22nd in field goal percentage nationally. So I know that all of the naysayers are going to be like, yes, because we've never scored touchdowns. <laughs> I know that's coming. It's You're definitely giving coming. them fuel. Um, basketball has their first official men's basketball practice uh, starting tomorrow, September the 26th. So it oh, is man. right around the corner. Really Get is. your tickets now. Um, Section G is my favorite spot. Say that that G spot is going to be filling the G up. Spot, yeah, definitely filling up. Um, shout outs. What you got? Yeah. Uh, I wanted to give one to uh, first my, I know I've talked a lot about working out and, and kind of my plan and stuff, but a lot of that's made possible by uh, my wife's cousin's husband, uh, if you can track that. Um, so um, his name's Renato uh, Batista. So he um, he's a personal trainer and, and I kind of subscribe through an app uh, to do all these workouts and he kind of curates everything for me and based on my goals and everything like that I want to do. So uh, shout out to him, man. He is, he's awesome. Like, uh, 
had some questions this morning about a couple things and I was, he was super responsive and, and kind of makes it possible and kind of uh, encouraged me to keep rolling. And um, so shout out to him. Uh, second shout out is to my kiddos and my in-laws, I guess, because uh, both of my kids are on a cruise this week uh, as it's fall break for Lamar County schools. Uh, and so they're out two weeks of school with that year round school schedule. Uh, and my in-laws were like, we're doing a cruise and we're going to take your kids. So cool. Uh, I'm working while they're living it up, uh, on a cruise. Um, so shout out to them. And I actually got a video tonight. It was actually pretty funny. They had like a welcome aboard show and Harper got up on the stage in front of like the entire cruise. And, um, the cruise director was like talking to her and ended up giving her like a little pass for like a build a bear thing they have on there for like a free one. And, I uh, got her to do this like tongue twister thing and she like crushed it. And he was like, uh, this is like the first time in seven years that we've actually had a kid not because this it's one of those tongue twisters that's made for you to Shelly stumble and kind of like seashells by the seashore. Yeah, it's like made for you to say like fart and everybody laughs. You know, it's like it's like something about smart and it just rhymes yeah. and and like Harper got up there and nailed it, which was awesome. Um, sweet. And uh so the crowd loved that and she's she's just a star. So um Shout out to them. I know they're having a blast. I'm super jealous as I'm sitting here working and, um, you know, that kind of I think stuff. You're but, that, I, I think you're just saying that. I think you're just saying that. So you have record of you saying, like, look, I'm working, like, nose to the grindstone. <laughs> I worked out all day. I got his new regimen. Here's my guy's name. When yeah. there's a video of you, like, at a happy hour earlier, there's got to be. That's right. That's right. I slept till, like, noon. Yeah. Uh, you know pounded red bulls and you know i didn't do anything today but as long as it goes out on the air it's it's the truth right yeah or on the internet either way there we go um so i got three shout outs all from the golf tournament that i went to and i can give yeah. a million of them uh, there's just the three that i thought of Of course slade uh slade white owner of four street bar best bar in town and just such a unique event that they put on uh, they, they like have a best dressed award People dress up like crazy. You catch fish. You take your own fishing pole, the the largest fish caught during the tournament. Uh, so, like, if, if there's a, a pond and you're on that hole, you just go over there and throw it in, like, really quick and see if you can't catch a fish. If you do, you take a picture oh, of it. Oh, now you tell me. That. Like, I would yeah. be all about um, that. You know, you know I would. So, <laughs> it's, okay. uh, there's, there's that. They had, uh, uh, I think it was, I think it was $5. And he, they provide a slingshot. So, one guy like holds one part of the slingshot, like the the, oh, the yeah, forward yeah. part, and the other guy. Has, and so the person that's shooting it puts the ball in this little pouch and just crouches back down, you know, as far as he can go. And I saw it on the par three. Um, it's uphill par three at Shadow Ridge, like number eight, maybe. Uh, yes, uh, seven, 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 yeah, and. I know that it hit that ground. I don't know how far this thing can actually go. Wow. But they did like three times, and the last one ended up like an 18-foot putt. It was like a nice high cut. It looked beautiful. <laughs> That's about 100, video. 160, 170 yards. Yeah, there. I've wow. got a video of it. It was neat. Um, but but so Slade, and then I also saw uh, Southern Miss great Dustin Almond. Yeah. Out there playing, and our good friend, and another Southern Miss great, he's a great golfer, and local restaurateur, uh, Will Taylor. Yeah, was out there as well. Will Taylor, of course, has the Glory Bound uh, restaurants. Um, 
and Lady May, the Lady May, Lady May, and, uh, yeah, and uh, is, is fantastic. That buttery chicken thing with the macaroni is awesome. Um, if you don't have anything else, man, we're gonna go ahead and shut this puppy down. Yeah, let's do it. This episode was brought to you by our good friends at Fourth Street Bar and Grill, where they are famous for installing and servicing hangovers. Go see our good friends at Fourth Street Bar today. And I would like to thank everyone, and Pilo Pilo and I would like to thank everyone for listening in today, whatever day you might have listened, and whichever platform you chose to listen in on. Remember, you can follow me at Bumper J Bailey and Patrick at P. Lowry. Follow us on all the social at To The Top Talk, and don't forget about the mailbag, to the top talk at gmail.com. I promise it works. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Tell somebody to the top today, and as always, Southern Miss to the top. Talk. I could play for Alabama, USC, or Notre Dame. You have lots of things to offer, but Southern Mississippi puts you all shame. I was born here in Hattiesburg. Never ventured far away When it comes to playing football Here in Eagle Heaven is where I'm gonna stay I could play for North Carolina Ohio State or LSU You play a good game of football But Southern Mississippi is a whole lot better than you season is over and done the fans here in Hattiesburg will be proud of what we've done I could play for the Georgia Bulldogs Florida State or Tennessee but I chose Southern Mississippi and right here at home is where I'll always be I could play for Alabama USC our Notre Dame You have lots Of things to offer But Southern Mississippi Puts you all to shame I could play For North Carolina Ohio State Or LSU You play a good Game of football But Southern Mississippi Is a whole lot better than you season is over and done all your teams with famous names will see we're number one ask mississippi state ask mississippi state call katie case bailey with dunbar real estate for all of your real estate needs katie case bailey realtor extraordinaire something to show something to list something to sell 
Call today at 601-408-9980.